Bezrat Hashem, today we're going to finish Perek Dalet. Um, today we're going to finish Perek Dalet. We're up to Daf Mem Aleph. And what, the, what we're going to be finishing over here are tools for, as you see, like he says in the bottom column, on the side, where it's like a subtopic, Dugma Harchavatit Bonenut Beirat Hashem. An example of how we widen the introspection when it comes to Yiras Hashem. How do I get more Yiras Hashem? Like, is that something that you can just, you know, get more of? What does that mean? How do I get more of Yiras Hashem? Well, the truth is the Sefer is really addressing that question. Like, is it possible to get more Yiras Hashem? Yesterday someone came to meet with me, so I have a very pressing, you know, I have talked about something very important. And, you know, there's always plenty of very important things to discuss. And um, this year blew me away. He said he realizes what his Indian is in this world. And now he has to know how to, how to do it, how to get there. So I said, um, wow, you know what you're taking? Like, it's amazing. You know, usually people have to come back a few times before knowing their Indian. He says to me, it really is Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. He says, that's my thing. My thing is to actually get more Kabbalah. My thing is to, to, to just plug into this Indian of Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. What is... Now the shayla is, what does that mean? Kabbalah is all Malchus Shemayim. What is Malchus Shemayim? Oh, Kabbalah, the whole thing. Um, so there are, in, there are in Yanim that, you know, he's saying straight out, it's not something that you're either born with or you're not born with. Uh, if you're just born with something, then, you know, just making it bigger is not such a big avoda. But if, you, if it's something... If it's something that you, you want to expand, that's a very, very serious inyan. Now, there are moments for this, especially when it comes to Yirat Hashem. Are there any more copies over there? No more? I'm sorry. All right, you look with, you look with Yossi. So, there, so this is what we have to understand, is that there are Zmanim Yuchadim, where Midot, that we want to we wanna expand on, the gates are wide open for it. And this one is Yirat Hashem, the Midah of Yirat Hashem. You know what, Shaul, can you, do you mind telling me, telling everyone what you told me the la, at the end of the last year? Because this, I'll remind you, this, this is what he's saying is the opportunity of Seudah Shlishit. Do you remember what the Brebbe told you about Seudah Shlishit? What you, were, what you were feeling and what he told you to do? It's good, no, no, it's, it's letoelet, it's, it's to help, it's to help, you know. Is it, um, who, who was the Pittsburgher? No, it was uh, Rav Daniel. Oh, Rav Daniel Cohen, wow. Yeah. So why, why is it such an important uh, Indian? First of all, our, so our Neshamot are very sensitive. We're just, you know, we're not so exposed to them so much, but they're very sensitive. Then there's what's called Et Ratzon, that like we've been learning for the last few weeks. There's an Et Ratzon. There are moments 
there's a ratzon, it's an et ratzon that at that moment that take advantage of it. But you have to understand, sometimes you need a tzaddik, like in this case, to understand the mechanics of the soul. Like, what, what, is, what, what is going on with me right now? Ah, this is what's happening. Shabbos is about to leave. That means there's a hitgabrut of some kind of a, a hargasha in the lev. Are you going to ignore it and be like, oh, I'm just, you know, whatever, I'm just you know, suffering or take advantage of it? And that's why we've been harping on this whole parak has been what's available to us in Seudash Lishit. So now we've, we're going we're to finish the parak today. Lemashal, bottom of page Mem Aleph. Lemashal. If you feel that there's an extra year'ah that's attained during Shalashuris, don't just let it pass and and lihikaba and it'll go out. It'll be get extinguished, you know, extinguished fast. Rak ha'arechba, make it longer. Ve'emor belibcha ogam bisfatecha, either say this in your heart or verbalize it. Now here he's not just saying visualization; he's saying use now, like speak this, say this. Ani yareh Hashem, I fear Hashem. Say those words. The cynic says, why do I have to say that? I know that already. Or it'll sound haughty. When we say it, the koach of the dibur makes it kilu more. You know, it makes it more. It makes it, even if it's things we think we know, it makes it more, it makes it louder. You say these words. Hashem Yitbarach, you're close right now. You're close right now to us. I'm like listening to the cynic in me that's wondering, you know, what, what does it sound like if I'll actually say this? You know, it's shalashiris, it's happening. And I say, wow, I really fear Hashem. I really fear Hashem. It's really a real thing. It makes it more of a real thing. The Pesetz Nerebbe says, this is the Zman HaMiyuad, to be in tune with the midah of Yirah and expand it and to make it bigger, make it longer, make it wider. Now I'm going to just read the Hebrew now because he's saying, he says here in Yiddish, actually maybe Shaul, you want to do the Yiddish right now? <laughs> we'll go right after the, right, right after the brackets. Ubenachat chashov o'emorzot. But say this, benachat. Benachat, not, I fear you! I, I want this to be bigger! No, 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 no. benachat nishmaim. You have to say this with nachat. The neshama only knows nachat. The neshama doesn't know that kind of like loud, kind of just not meuza. The neshama knows benachat. Say it, think it. Uchfolotam, say it again. Im targish, if you feel. Shemosifim umarchivim et yiratchal Hashem. If you feel that this is bringing about you more yira, say it more, expand it more. Don't just think, am I saying the words properly? You're thinking about Yirat Hashem right now. And about His greatness. You know, the Alter Rebbe says, first you think, is that you think, wow, Hashem is so big, He's so great, He's so, you know, in the whole world, He created the whole world. Pnim Yutalev is saying, and I can have shayachut to this big, big, big thing. That's Yirat Hashem. Me, the little Mia Ania Katan, can actually have some shayachus to this? Mind-blowing. Ve'az, 
fourth line from the bottom. Ve'az, yesh b'sha'a sh'ata mistakel b'yiratcha al ha'chashecha shel b'cheder. And then it could be that when you're looking into your yira, mistakel b'yiratcha, you're thinking about the chashecha. Remember, it gets dark. Remember, we said that in some of the courts, in the courts of the tzaddikim, it's dafka dark. There's like the Shabbos clock, dafka goes off. Well, if they use Shabbos clock, it dafka goes off. They don't like extend. They make sure that's the whole scene. Like we learned by which one of the avot did we learn about chashecha last time that they experienced chashecha in Brit Ben Abitarim, Avram Avinu. It says the chashecha. The pasuk was where. Like a choshech fell upon him, but it wasn't a choshech. It was basically saying, the whole world is, is dark. And yet it doesn't be because I have Yirat Hashem. I have light. I have light. Say it. Speak it. Expand it. Right here. <laughs> Should have just read another line. That's what happens when you learn Gemara, right? Always. You're learning, you're learning a sugya. You're like... I don't. Uh, what does what does it exactly mean? Just read three more words. It's like it's right. It's the next line usually. So meatzmo yipol machshatcha pasuk anemar bevam avinu b'shash niglala velokim. You will you will be attuned and connected to what the Torah says about Avram Avinu at that moment of gilui. Now, what happened at that revelation? That revelation of Brit Ben Abitarim was Avram Avinu being revealed to him us the story of Am Yisrael. The story of the future, the story of how it's going to be. But the Pasuk describes it as, But there was this tremendous, awesome, full of awe, So you're in good company if that's what you're sensing. Okay? Avram Avinu was, was the most, it was the first to bring out this concept of Yirat Hashem in such a profound way. And it was dark. But that's what it's supposed to be. Now, but if your nefesh feels not just like small, but actually, wow. So then, go deep and realize, Be thankful. You see, there may be three stars out, and you may hear cars starting to drive, or other things that are people, they're not doing any Averot. It's not an Averot to drive when, after three stars are out, right? After you do Avdala, there's no problem. But you're in Suda Shlishit. Thank you, Hashem, Yitbarach, that. I'm, I'm Shabbos. I'm Suda Shlishit. I'm Yirat Elokim. Think about that, not in a haughty way. Look at me and look at them. What a gift to be connected to what matters. I'm, we're still here. I'm not letting this date over. I'm not letting this date finish, remember? Even though I checked my watch and I'm Yotze, that we went out for enough minutes to call it a date. Baruch Hashem, this is my chilek. You know, this is like one of the things that really, you've, I've said this before, that really hurts me, is that when someone comes and moves there to Israel and they say, and they're in a show that maybe ends past 10.30. Even though we've been doing pretty, pretty nice with timing lately, I must say, lately, but nice in a, in a smooth flow. Huh? The short landings kind of help with that, yeah. But no, no, I like the flow. I, I really like the flow. And someone pointed out, every time we've moved somewhere, we, we start davening 15 minutes earlier. Like when we were down by Ellie, 
We were davening at 9. We moved up there, moved it to a quarter to 9. Moved here, 8.30. I think when the Yemenites moved downstairs, we're going <laughs> to move the whole show to 8.15. I love it. I love it. So, the, the comment that says, I loved, I didn't make Aliyah to still be in shul past 10.30. You know? That was America, 11.30, Masaka, sure. The time really doesn't matter when, when, when you realize what a chilek you have. Now, I'm not saying that there's no inyan, let's see how long shul could be. It's not about the measuring of time. It's about what is your chilek? What, is, what do you feel you're happy about your chilek? The third line, look at this beautiful Ashon. We are only aspiring to that which is holy and to his holy servants. We're sitting here and we're screaming towards the infinite. And we're singing to him songs and praises. You're looking at the room, you're looking at the darkness that is basically banishing out all that doesn't really, isn't really meaningful in this world. And it is bringing you know, the, the, the beautiful light onto you to be with Hashem. And you know what starts to happen to you? Again, before we said Avram Avinu shows up in your experience, now it's another Pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu. What does it say about when he goes up to Har Sinai? This describes the ascent to Mount Sinai. Rabbi Nachman in Likutei Maharan has a beautiful, beautiful, heart-piercing teaching describing the hitrachkut that a person sometimes feel feels when they start to take something on. It's like, I don't understand. I'm choosing to come closer to you, Hashem. Why do I feel like I'm being pushed away? It's a famous teaching in Rabbi Nachman. So he always says there, the whole Indian is, listen, siman lehit karvut is tchilat hitrachakut. In the beginning, they, they, you feel like you pushed you away. They're almost saying, are you really sure you want to be here? Right? Or it's like the father, the famous Mashal of the Baal the father that's teaching his child how to walk, Stands him up. The kid's trying to try to st- start walking, and then what does he see his father do? He takes the father takes a step back and lets go of his arms. And the baby, the kid's like, "Are you kidding me?" And the father, and he doesn't realize he's basically giving the father's giving the opportunity to a child to learn how to walk on his own. But it begins in the moment of arafel fog. I grew up in L.A. There was a lot of smog, a lot of a lot of foggy, foggy mornings there. So Moshe Nigash Ela Arafel, Rabbi Nachman says, where did Moshe Rabbeinu go to? He understood. Ela Arafel, Asher Shama Elokim. That foggy place, Dafka there, is where you find the Ribbon Shalom. I had this discussion with a very famous musician recently who was speaking about how he doesn't, he feels fake on stage. He feels like it's just a, it's just a, it's just a, the whole entertainment business, it's all fake. So I told him, say this pasuk three times before you go up on stage and understand the stage is the Arafel. But if you realize it's an opportunity to get people's hearts, so I said, say the pasuk, Moshe nigash el Arafel, I'm going here, the Arafel, asher shama elokim, because here I could probably, hopefully, bring out elokut in this moment right now. 
So this Pasuk is coming into you. Usfatecha et divreya haruz merachashot. And now you're basically, you know, in Baychasidim, they sing ka'echsof, shalashulis, third meal. He says, I now realize what you're saying with ka'echsof. Ha'atzel me'achrei lifrosh min ha'shabas levilti tiye sagur me'em shishayamim ha'makablim kedusha mishabas kolchecha. Ah, I want to, I want to, I want to be, be underneath this, this prisa. They say prisa, this like, ufros aleinu sukkat shlomecha. We say it every Friday night, right? Ufros aleinu sukkat rachamim achaim v'shalom. I guess it's like hover over us, this sukkah. And this is what you're saying, Hashem, I want to be under here, ribono shalolam, proset kedushatcha zu aleinu gamal kol ha'shavua. I don't want to be closed from this. That's what it means. But how does the nigun go over here? Does anyone remember? That's what it means. I don't want to be, I don't want to be this, what I'm feeling. The, the PSS Nerebbe says, why, why do I have to be away from this for the next six days? Even though you have to go through another week of whatever it is, but take it in, take it with you into the week. Unfortunately, it's so sad where so many people are like, we're good, we're good. Coast is clear. Yalla, yeah. I know you agree on this. I never, I don't understand why. I actually usually try to make Nukkadadola. But the, that late mitcha, the, the regular mitcha, is so late relative to, to the end of Shabbat that by the time you sit down to Sulat Shishit, feel like you're rushing out of there if you want to make a minion for our No? Not here. Shabbos comes out 8.15. We learn from 5 to 6. Minchas at 6. You got two hours for Shalash But in most places, you're right. It's true. I did it until, the, until we opened the shul. Now I'm back here for Mahariv. Well, huh? As a minion. Yeah, no, no. Chavar already asked me, can, especially in the winter Shabbos, can we, can we do here a Rabbeinu Tam Mahariv? If there's enough, why not? Yeah? Yeah. One time I was in Eish Kodesh for Shabbos by my Rebbe. And uh, the Shalashudis was, if anyone's been there for Shalashudis, were you there, Yossi, for Shalashudis? No. Really? But you were there for Shabbos, no? Yeah, you didn't go Shalash. It's a real Shalashudis. Absolute black, you know, pitch black. But they have a tiny little light that they, that they put in the ceiling that goes on Rev Weinberger's makam. Ellie, were you there for Shalashudis? Right there. So just so he could look at the Sefer and give over Torah. The whole thing is, ba- you can't see a thing. And it's such dvekas. And then one time uh, I, I walked up and people that I guess didn't understand what was flying started, started a minion 
three-star minion, right? And the, the locals there were looking at the, you guys are playing with, you guys are playing with, not here, we don't do that stuff here, you know. But whatever, there are those that need to do it. In Malasot, again, we, we shouldn't judge them. We shouldn't be sure. Who knows? Maybe they're waiting to take a kid to a, his, 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 his basketball game, which for him is his chi. I don't know. But when that's not the situation, so really here, if you're davening Mincha at 6, you're done 6.20, you're home by 6.30, mashkazeh, you have a nice hour and a half chunk, hour, hour, hour and a half, even more. So that's Lishit. And we, yeah, we, we, we go for every minute. I just want to mention that that Indian of, of not, even if it means I'm not going to daven in a minion in Motzei Shabbos, it wasn't my achlata, that was Adas Tzadikim that said, if it's an Indian of keeping Shabbos longer, as opposed to making sure you finish in time just so that you can make it to that, Yesh Almili Smoch over there. But now that the shuls, I, I just don't feel it personally, I don't think it's a chrai, I don't think it's a good dogma, now that we have the shul, and, but hopefully, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, you know, it's hard. It, it makes not having Sundays even more difficult because then, you know, let's say, you, let's say Shabbos, you're, you're done, you do Avdallah 9, 9.15, it's a sun, right? And it's like a May, June Shabbos, right? And the kids have to, you know, the, you have to ready, we're ready with the breakfast already, you know, right then, smack the next morning. There's no Sunday morning. It's a real mysterious nefesh. It's really, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's always it's the one I connect with. The yeah. singing is the highest. The Torahs are the highest. It's because what he said. Feeling, You're so, it's in the Shema. Like, it's not even like I would, like, say I'm going to. It's just, I always want to. Like, I just want it instead. Yeah. You're saying enough for lunch. It's like, whatever, you get tired or whatever. Like, you can end the other meals. Yeah. Friday night, you're tired. But as soon as you see it, I just, I don't want it to end. Yeah. Like we said, though, in the last few shooting on this, most of us didn't, we're, we all, you know, most of us that are here that grew up Orthodox, uh, we didn't have Sudash Lishit. I never kept it until... Yeah, it wasn't... It's this optional thing that if it works for you, good. It's like, exactly, you know, the things that are really the most, like, on your neshama imprints are really, like, the hardest to say, I'm going to machai of you, because it's got to be that you go for it, you know? I could plug the other shit. Shabbat in this uh, Smirchas Oh, I meant the Shlomo Karbach presentation. Actually, that's what really yeah. got me more. It's clearly not a Lubavitch here. Clearly not a Lubavitch here, because in Lubavitch they don't, they don't eat. They yeah, don't no, watch. No, yeah. we, we, we had that opinion. Oh, it's not a... Yeah, yeah. The, the Balatanya brings it down in Shulchan Aruch HaRav. Yotze with either, I think he says Peros or Mizonos or something. Or, huh? Torah even, yeah. Whatever, that could, but whatever it is, whatever it is, listen. Is anyone ever hungry on a winter Shalashudas? Never. Even, even summer. Even summer, even summer. It's your, your neshama, your, your soul is longing to be back in its root and it's finally after experiencing 24 hours of Shabbos. It's like, oh my God, is this body finally going to give me a chance to be where I want to be? 
And the neshama is hoping the body's going to say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to let you be where you want to be. And then it sees, oh, it's choosing to end it as soon as it can. And it, it, it crushes you. It crushes you. Okay, this, that's where we're at. Aval zot yadua teda. Last paragraph of this wonderful paragraph. Aval zot yadua teda. Now, this is important. Remember we said that you're supposed to visualize and it was always based on the Ravid, not the Rambam. Very important. Because the Rambam is not into this. Into visualizing Kisei HaKavod. Anything, any imagery that has to do with Hashem, as we know how the Rambam points out over and over again, the reasons why the Torah uses descriptions of God in physical forms is just in order, the Saberet Ozen, just to give us a little taste, but chas v'chalila, to never, ever, ever think that that visualization is what you're supposed to be, you know. But the Ravid says, listen, the soul needs something to, in order to, the body needs something in order to, you know, the visualization method is, the, is our gateway to this place of Harchava Sadas and Yira and Ahav and all these things about. But he ends here with an important warning. Um, Rib David, do you have the English here? Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm going to read it in here. It's the last paragraph. I'm going to read it first in Hebrew. And I want you to say it afterwards in English because there, there's, there's a certain inyan here that I don't want us to miss out on. It's very important. Avazot yadoa teda. But this you must know. Bemochacha. Bemochacha chakok. You know what chakok means? Engrave. Milashon chakika. Chakok shelotit elach shov shekavanatenu. Shekasher ba ashaa shel shalos seudot. We're not saying over here, Shalashudas comes, and now just be like, oh, I don't want to think about anything other than just like my art of visualization. Dveikus, Shalashudas is this moment, I'm pouring out my heart to Hashem, through Torah, through Nigunim. This is what you should be immersed in. Can you say that in English, that line? Our kavana is not to reveal within you just the, the visualizations alone, but rather your nefesh hametzayeret, your, visualiza- your visualizing soul. Do you see it? It's, it's mamish towards the end of... Of, of, of the fourth chapter? Oh, no, no, before, 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 before. Here. In general, here, from here. In, in general, my intention is not only to teach you about visualization, but to reveal your soul that visualizes. To be, it's like there's a visualization that my mind has to use a lot of imagery. The Rebbe is saying over here, but you have a nefesh. You, your, your soul does this. We're trying to connect you to the part of you, that you of your soul, that's full of, full of imagery. Like, as of when I cited the holy words of the Tikkun Zohar, regarding the visualizing soul. That's who he's trying to bring us to. The visualizing soul. So again, two worlds of visualizing. One, it's more the body of just saying, okay, I have to now work with what I know. Let me paint a picture in my mind. I'll paint a picture and this is what I'm going to think about. Saying that don't don't go there in Shalashudas. Saying so that is a time that you have to invite into you the nefesh hametzayeret, 
the soul that's always in a plate of visualization. Now, Rabbi Nachman says that in order to believe in God, you have to have a really powerful sense of imagination. You have to be able to imagine. You, you have to be in tune with the art of visualization. It's already there. It's already there. It's, it's, not, it's not like creating something me'ayin. It's there already. See, in your case, I think it's like the, the tzaddik was telling you, listen, you have a nefesh metzayeret, and it's, it's, this is what's happening to it, and you're much closer to it than you realize. You just don't understand the language yet, so the Rabbi Shimon's going to come, and that's the language. You know, Rabbi Shimon's going to come and be like, oh, here, this is... This is this, it, it meets. It's, it's home. It's at home. Oh, mamish. And even those words, you know, we only have three, three songs from the Arizal. You know, taught me this Indian. We only have Jamie, be a slus for him. Jamie, Jamie, uh, no, Stein. We had Chalashidus when he first moved to the neighborhood. No, it was Shabbos afternoon lunch, and we sing Asadir uh, Sudasa. That's the Zemer of, of Shabbos afternoon. Remember, Friday night, the Zemer is Azamer um, Bishvachin. You say it. Lemeal goy pitchin. This is words of the Ariza. Three songs. We only have three songs of the Ariza. And each of the songs of the Ariza speak exactly about what the nefesh hamitzayeret is experiencing at each seudah. So what's the third? Bnei chala dichsifin. The sons of the chamber that are longing. It's, it's too deep to get into right now, Zayar Anpin. But there's moments there. Um, yeah, um, yeah, right now there's Ra'ava. What's Ra'ava? Raton. Rava Kadamach. Right now there's Ra'ava. There's no anger. Krivuli. Come close to me. There's no din right now. It's, it's so deep. And the words that the Arizal is basically saying, this is what your nefesh ha-metzayeret is experiencing. The Arizal gave us this ability to understand. It's like he gave us the language to kind of get in touch with what's actually happening to our nefesh ha-metzayeret. So Bermet, it's Kedai. We sing it every single... The nigun we sing is a haunting nigun. It's the Breslover nigun. And it's the first part of the nigun Reb Nachman wrote, and the second part of the nigun Rebbe Nassim wrote. All the angels and all the Godfin. All the angels, all the wings are here. Chadu hashta, be happy now. Behai shata, in this moment. Because you have ratzon, it's right open. There's no anger. Whatever. Take it on yourself to... Look into the Zemmer with the translation so you understand what you're saying. 
because it really is describing what the nefesh amitzayeret is experiencing. So, that, so this brings me to, a ty- I say it's a Torah, it's not, you, know, you wouldn't call it a Torah, but it's from a Yid, John Kabat-Zinn. You've heard me mention it before, right? You know what the biggest joke in the world is? What are, how, do, how do we refer to people? What's the right word that we, ta- we call people? Human? Really? We're human doings. That's how we, that's how we really define, that's how we really act, right? What's a human being? Being. Just being. It's your boy too, yes. Human being. Like my, my, the ultimate is what you're saying. Kivo shavat mikol melachto asher bara Elohim la'asot. The greatest asiyah that you can do on Shabbos is shlishbot mi melachto, is to not do. It's to be. And the peak of that being is seudah shlishit. That's the peak of it. Last night I had a, a, a mind-blowing experience, a conversation with someone that I waited to have for 25 years. I'm not exaggerating. From the age of 16, I've been waiting to talk to this person. And I finally had the privilege of Zooming with them for an hour. They're in Scottsdale, Arizona. And this is one of the biggest hashpas in my life musically. It's the person that wrote Everlasting Love, all those begunin. And he was describing how he wrote these nigunim. And it, it, it had nothing to do with doing. Nothing. He said the only way he knew that he could sing this song and that it should be out there is when he realized that it wasn't him and that it was just squeezing his heart in tears. Even when he started crying, that's how the song came out. Like everlasting love. I said to him, well... I wish, you, I, wish you, I wish I could grab you here for Friday night to see that. The moment will start that. You could have 300 people in one voice being. They're not even doing anything either. But the way he was experiencing his Olam Hanagina was a human being, not a human doing. And those are the highest things in the world. That's the Nefesh HaMetzayeret. That's why I'm the Nefesh HaMetzayeret. Okay, let's, let's go weiter. Let's finish this paragraph. כי לכל אדם יש נפש שמכל דבר שמרגיש ומתפלא מציירת לו ציורים. Every person has a nefesh that from everything that, he feel, that the nefesh feels it automatically is in, is in the state of visualization. That's how dreams come. ממנה החלומות בלילה וממנה הדמיונות ביום וכל איש לפי העניינים שעוסק ושקוע בהם נפש מציירת כזו מגלה מנפשו. Every person, in whatever they're busy and immersed in, their, their visualizing soul is revealing to, to yourself who you are. Even two elderly people that have already 
stopped working. With what he was busy doing beforehand. Yeah. Why is this? He's not doing it anymore. He's not employed anymore in this avoda. Why? They're not doing anymore. No. They're not in the Asiya. They're not in the Asiya anymore. And yet, what, what's pr- being produced? That the concept of being is, is producing the visualization. Not the doing is, is, is producing the visualization. The Rebbe says, this is what we're asking of you. Our nefesh ha-metzayeret is not drawing up imagery of, of vanity or of shtuyot. Our nefesh ha-metzayeret, what is it visualizing? Rak ha-metzayeret dvarim kudoshim umarot ha-kodesh negalemikir beinu. The soul, the visualizing soul only visualizes kedusha. Because sometimes cause some of the people are so con- confused, they're like, wow, I have such bad thoughts. I have such bad images that pop into my mind. I must be a really rotten soul. Who are you to talk about God like that? This is your godly soul. This is, that's not your godly soul you're referring to. That's the nefesh. That's, the, that's not the visualizing soul. That's just the, the active imagery, the mind, but the mind that keeps on, doesn't shut off all day long. But when it comes to your nefesh and it produces only kedusha. It can only visualize it's it's mal. It's not going to visualize other things. Be in tune with that. In other words, again, don't get confused. Sometimes we have these images and thoughts. We don't want it ever at Chalashiris. <laughs> we don't want it ever. One time I saw a chazan on Yom Kippur. He couldn't start Hinini. He was very real with himself. He's you know the Hinini is the prayer right before we start being a shliach tibur and musaf. It's a very, very heavy thing always to be a shliach tzibur. Bifrat and Musaf Yom Kippur. And he said, I, and, and you could, I, I didn't ask him Boba's man, but afterwards he shared with me, he said, there were things coming into my head that it would be an absolute chilul Hashem if I started davening. And he had worked through it. And he started a nigun. Got through it. And then he started hinani. That's just the soul, that's not the visualizing soul that the, that, 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 that the Zohar is speaking about. That's just the Olam Azeh, weekday so you know, Nefesh that gets very affected by what's going on. But Shabbos produces something else. Yeah. Because Rabbi Nachman says that you can't ever have two thoughts at once. 
The Rebbe says this, you can never think two things at the same thought. It's one thought on its own. So if that's going to happen, <laughs> wait till, you, don't want, that, you can't continue like that. So, alachat ka'a v'chama, when you're shliach tzibur of the... He's saying the highest is that on its own will be so in tune with our nefesh and mitzayeret producing the visualization of the dusha that we won't have to ask from Hashem, please let me see holy things, let me visualize holy things. It'll just be the nature of who we are and not something you have to try to you know, press a button and turn on. And then he continues, he says, We'll speak much more about this whole art that we're speaking about and how to actively be more in tune with this. But for now, we're going to stop now and continue and continue weiter. And if you see, the next parak is just beautiful. Siach milev. A heart-to-heart conversation between the Rav and the Avrech. What's an Avrech? What does it stand for? It's Rashi and Parshat Vayeshev. Av b'chokma, rach b'shanim. Yosef HaTzadik was called an Avrech. Av b'chokma, that means a grois, a cop. Rach b'shanim, you're still young. That's what Avrechim are called, like in Kola, Avrechim, right? Av b'chokma, Rach Bashanim, a conversation between the Rav and the heart to heart to Navrich. Okay.